The Joy FM Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Welcome to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, and this week on the Student Athlete Interview presented by Greg Lakefield with Edward Jones, I'm joined by a former Northview Cougar and current member of the AUM Warhawks men's soccer team, Alec Palangin. Alec, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for having me on the show today, Corey. I'm excited to be here. Now, the name of the show is called The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. And the reason why I call it The Sweet Spot is because growing up, when I played baseball, there was no better feeling than hitting the ball on the sweet spot of the bat. For you as a midfielder playing soccer, what's your sweet spot moment? So for me, my sweet spot is when I can connect perfectly on my laces. I'm a dominant left foot player. So when I get when I can get a little bit of space, I'm um, receive the ball and get a few yards in front of me and just connect perfectly with my laces and just watch the ball going into that top left corner. There's no better <laughs> feeling. So you say you're a dominant left foot player. Are you left-handed overall? So I'm actually right-handed, Okay, but I'm dominant left-footed. Having said that, I can still use my right foot very well. So I've gotten to where I'm I'm equally as good with both. both and that's, that's very important, that, you know, whenever, of course, we all have our dominant hand that we use, but if you can, your dominant hand or dominant foot, if you can, you know, use how, or have that secondary hand or foot just as good as your dominant man, then it practically... Uh, makes the defense, you know, just in a bind. They don't know how to guard you because you can do it with both ways. You know, I think about, you know, when I coached basketball this past year with 9- and 10-year-old, I told them to focus on their opposite hand when it comes to dribbling and laying up because as you get older, people, they catch on with tendencies and they know that, you know, okay, if you're left-handed, you're going left every time and they'll guard you that way. So that's very important that you've developed you know, both of your skill set uh, with both feet. So uh, that's pretty cool, man. That's very important, and especially as you're playing collegiate soccer, man. You know, you're playing with some of the best, um, you know, in the world for sure because we'll touch on that a little bit later. I don't get too far ahead of myself. But, uh, you know, with everything that's taken place, with the recent events in March, I know you've been home quite a bit. Uh, what are some of the family activities that you've done with your mom, Kim, your dad, Bodrick, and your brother, Armin? I think really, um, we just spent a lot of time together. Um, see, with my with my brother, he's been busy with you know an internship at all. But like when he gets off work, we enjoy you know throwing the football or we'll go mountain biking at the Forever Wild Trails. Um, and with with my dad, um, we kick the ball around you know quite a bit, or we might play a little ping pong or some tennis. And then with mom, I I enjoy just you know working around the house with her, whatever she needs me to do. I'm gonna go grocery shopping with her and. You know, just just we have a lot of meals together, you know, cooking out and just really spending quality time together and making the most of this time. And, you know, especially with everything that's going on around us, you know, spending that family time is so important. You know, uh, with me being originally from Madison, Alabama, you know, I went home Fourth of July weekend. I went home again a couple weeks after that. And I'm already planning to go home again for Labor Day week, uh, you know, for a full week there. And, you know, I think we just need each other, you know, the loved ones with everything that's that's happening in this world man uh just to have that family or just even friends who are loved ones as well just to spend that time with them when we you know just need each other man that's really what it comes down to is and it may not be doing much at all but just being around each other talking and laughing and you know that's what we do when i go home and i'm with my cousins 
We'll just sit around, stay up late, listen to music, and just talk and just hang out. So, you know, those to me are some of my favorite moments ever, just because you're with the people you love, you know. Now, uh, Alec, as a midfielder, uh, what would you consider to be the best part of your game? So for me, I think I would say two things. I would say I'm a very technical player. I'm really good with the the ball at my feet, especially getting out of tight situations. Um, and then also just, just my vision, be able to pick out the pass, um, to fi- find it quickly, to be able to put my teammate in a good good situation, especially you know going forward, um, drive, driving forward with the ball, um, you know, making make asking the defenders questions, you know, and putting them in those you know tough situations. You know, are they are they going to accept me? Or are they going to have to drop off? So really, really just um, I'd say the technical part of my game. You know, the the dribbling, um, getting out of tight spaces, and, and finding that that final pass, put my teammate in a good position. Now, Alec, I've always known you as a laid back, very you know mild mannered type of guy. Is there a switch that's flipped? Once you're on the field, absolutely. When I get on the field, um, that that switch switch goes off, and and you know I, I just have that fire inside me. You know that that competitive competitive mindset. I want to be out there doing well. I want to help my team. I want to fight hard and get the win. So I, and I think that's really really important too. Just just to have that that switch that that moment we say you know it's, it's go time. Um, let's get after it. Let's let's go get this win. Let's dominate. So so for sure. Man, I'm uh, you know I'm a competitor myself. I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm playing basketball or you know when I played baseball growing up, uh, playing backyard football, you know as well as my cousins when we were you know uh, teenagers and you know could do those things more often uh, or playing taboo, man. Like I want to win at all costs. You know I'm I'm a winner and I hate losing. I'm not a store loser, but it's just that drive. You know, kind of where you talked about is you know flipping that switch and. Taking it to another year to try to bring that W home for your team is is nothing special. I mean, nothing, nothing. Uh, you can, can't compare that feeling. You know, when you finally get that victory after so much hard work and determination and sweat that went into it. Now, at what point growing up did you realize that you had the talent and the skills to play at the next level? I would say, probably when I got into the summer after my sophomore year of high school. Um, so I was playing with the Olympic Development Program state team, and we were at a camp in um, Tuscaloosa at the University of Alabama, and we were competing against other other state teams from our region around the southeast. And it was just it was just in that in that camp where I, I was really really progressing and really really finding myself um, as like being a dominant dominant player out there, and you know I, I made it into the pool games at night because like at night or in the mornings you would play, um, you know, with your state team, you'd play against the other, the other states, you know, and, and you'd compete and there'd be scouts watching to go play the pool games because you're um, trying to get onto the region team. And so I got selected into a pool game the, f- the first night actually. And that night I had one of the best, best games of my career. It was one of, one of those games that I'll just never forget. Um, just, just, it was so much fun. It was very competitive game. A lot of people watching, a lot of coaches watching and my, um, my state team, um, teammates were watching and I ended up scoring two goals and having an assist and just having a great game. And it it was just so fun. And it's just something I think about to this day. And it really motivates me to just keep going and keep, keep pushing, keep moving forward. 
So and that's and that's when I I really like knew in that moment where you know I can you know eventually go to the college level and I I can really do something with this game. Now speaking of playing in college, uh, you now you have one year of college experience under your belt. Describe the different level of competition between high school soccer and college soccer. So yeah, when you when you get to the college level, it's it's a whole whole another game. Um, it's you know it's a much faster um, speed of play. the The players are bigger and faster. Um, I think there's there's a little bit more pressure and more demand to produce. Um, I would say everybody's thinking quicker. So you have to know what you're going to do before you get the ball. Because like for me in high school, sometimes I could get away with uh, just receiving the ball and looking up and, you know, looking for the pass. Mm-hmm. But in college, you always have to be scanning. You always have to be looking to see where your teammates are to to know to know where you can play that, that pass. Because the pressure comes so quick that, that you really need to know what you're going to do with the ball. And I think that just makes you more of an effective player as well. Um, just being able to play faster than your opponent. But yeah, um, also, also just I think one thing is in training, especially um, in high school, you could get away with a few more things um, with maybe, you know, just oh, I'm going to, you know, just slack off a little bit here, there. Um, I'm not going to, you know, go as hard here. You know, this this I'm not going to play this pass to the, to the right foot. You know, it doesn't really matter. But when you get to college, it's, it's all the little details. It's it's quality every every rep, every, every training session. So I think that's, that's been, been a huge thing that, that I've seen is just, just that, that extra quality and attention to the small details. Now you kind of touched about, uh, training. Uh, what is your training regimen like? I mean, how do you stay in tip top shape? So we train, I would say in season, probably five to six times a week. Um, and in season it, it just kind of um, varies because, you know, there's games and all, so it, it's tailored, you know, around that. Um, some some days, you know, it won't be quite, quite as um, stressful on the, the body when it's getting closer to game times. But, you know, if we have a few few days before we're going into a game, um, it's going to be a pretty intense practice, a lot of small sided games, um, so, you know, some, some fitness work, um, and just, you know, one-on-ones, anything that, that's going to get you, you know, pretty, pretty tired, um, and really, really push you. But, um, I would say now out, out of season is we, we play a few matches where we're in the weight room quite a bit, um, in the pool doing recovery sessions, but, um, on, on the field, you know, we, we start off, we'll, we'll, you know, get our, get our warm up. Um, usually we'll go into some passing patterns. Um, we may, we may do a game every now and then, um, like just kind of like a, a fun fun game to get mm-hmm. the team spirit up and everything, and then we'll usually go into like you know one v ones, two v twos, and just just some some fast pace um, games to take on defenders and all, and then we'll, we'll end off with with eleven v elevens usually just to replicate you know match play and um, just work on team chemistry and all that. Now I imagine that your diet has had to change probably in recent months. I mean. Uh, what is your diet like as a college student athlete? So, so for me, nutrition is huge. Uh, I'm very passionate about nutrition. I actually mm-hmm. want to go into you know nutrition okay. and be a dietitian. So, um, I'd say just lot, lots of fruits and vegetables. Um, drinking lots lots of water every day. 
um, you know, complex carbs, you know, oatmeal, brown rice, you know, things that are going to, they're going to give me long lasting energy. Um, you know, beans, legumes for protein. Um, and re- really just, just look, looking after those food groups, um, I think has been really important for me. I'm just really eating whole foods, just, just clean, um, not too much, you know, fast food or mm-hmm. sodas. I really watch that, you know, when I'm, when I'm training, playing games. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is a proud business ministry partner with the Joy FM. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Now locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp, Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan, phone 334-671-POOL. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Whether they're going back to school in person or online, if your child needs glasses, Denny Vision in downtown Dothan has a great special on kids' glasses. From August 3rd through October 4th, get two pairs of kids' eyeglasses starting from just $99. Students can receive 20% off one pair of complete eyeglasses or 50% off two pairs. 334-793-2633. Denny Vision, 151 East Main Street, downtown Dothan. See the difference. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Hey, I'm Matt Johnson with the Joy FM Sports team, and you're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. I'm currently joined by Alec Palandin, former Northview Cougar and current member of the Auburn University Montgomery Warhawks men's soccer team on this week's student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Now, Alec, I understand your dad, Bodrick, played collegiate soccer for USC Upstate from 1984 to 1987. Speak on his influence and how he's helped develop your skills. Yeah, my dad, he's been huge in um, my development and just my love for the game. Um, just him telling me, you know, his his stories and about his playing days, um, I think really, really sparked an interest in me from an early age. And him just, just all the sacrifices he's made, you know, over the years to to get me into the game um, and just just driving me all over, all over the Southeast and just going with me to all my tournaments and games and, and camps training with me all the time, just um, giving me advice after after games and after training and just, just being there for me every step of the way. Um, and just, it, it's been it's been huge having him by my side. And I really look up to him and um, am really motiv- motivated to want to just keep pushing and, go, and moving forward um, just after seeing what, he, what he's done in his career. So very, very thankful to have him in my life and have you know him him guiding me throughout this process now with you choosing AUM what was it about the Warhawks men's soccer team that 
stood out to you? What was it about their program that appealed to you? So a, a big, a big, big thing thing for me was, um, I think first the, um, I had a good, I have a good relationship with the coach, um, Coach Matthew Thorne. Um, he was actually my coach for the Alabama State team. So I've known him the last four or five years and we, uh, we had just been talking for a while and I knew that, that he was, he was coming to AUM. He's, he's originally from University of West Alabama, okay. but he came to AUM my senior year of high school. And I know what kind of, what kind of coach he is, this, the style of, of soccer he likes to play. Um, just, just his, his mentality, his, his winning mindset, um, his, his character, the way he cares about, you know, us as, as players. And, um, I think that, that was just big for me is, is him as a coach coming in, um, really, really just having trust in him. And, and that was really, really just a big thing. And then, um, see, so just, just like it's an up and coming program. Um, so the, the past few years, like when I was in high school, the team kind of went through, went through some, some rough patches. Um, they weren't, they weren't winning as many games and, you know, I don't think that the environment was too, too great, but I just saw something in this, in this program where I knew it's, it's up and coming. Um, and it's just really exciting and it's, it's where, where I want it to be ultimately. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, um, you know, especially like I said, want to be a part of change and positive change. And you see this up and coming program and want to be one of the pioneers to take that team and that program from step A to step B and beyond, you know. Because uh, I've always been that way, too. I've always, you know, been more of a I'd rather beat you than win with you, you know, especially those programs who are known for winning and traditionally have uh, produced year in, year out. I'd rather beat those programs than win with those guys, you know. I want to be a part of a new program that's, like you said, creating change and creating better uh, for the for the future student-athletes that will come, you know, to the Warhawks program. Uh now, talking about the AUM Warhawks, when you look at their roster, there's players from all over the world. Uh, what are some things you've learned from your new teammates? I've learned a lot from my new teammates. Just, you know, you have guys, like you said, coming from all over the world. Um, I guess each player kind of brings brings a different a different style to the team, which, which really makes it unique and exciting and interesting. Um, you know, I have a couple Brazilian teammates. Um, they're they're very technical. They they love to to dribble and do tricks. And then you know you have you have your German teammates who are pretty intense and they go in hard for tackles. And um, so it's just it's just uh, everybody brings a little bit um, of a, of a different um, element to the game. Um, and just just like also I've I've learned. Just the the team, like everybody, everybody has has their own their own um, personality and, and own own style. So it's it's been pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, like you said, you're having players from all over the world. Everybody has their own style, like you mentioned, uh, and you kind of. I think sometimes it can probably rub off on you in a way if you don't you don't pay attention to it because you're just around it and then you start to kind of develop some of those uh, skills as well. You know, maybe being a little more aggressive or, you know, like you mentioned with some of your Brazilian teammates who, you know, are uh, 
very great dribbling the ball. So uh, I think it's also beneficiary for the team in general. You know, as just having that diversity as far as a skill set goes, it makes you a, a more complete team, I believe, in the long run, you know. Uh, as we're speaking on soccer and the global popularity of the sport, I noticed you had a chance to compete in Italy. Uh, speak on that experience and what it was like. Going to Italy was an amazing experience, something I'll never, never forget. And I'm so thankful I had that opportunity. That was actually my junior year of high school. Um, it, it was with the Olympic Development Program with the regional team. So it was, it was me and 17 other guys from around the southeast, guys from North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, Texas, and then me from Alabama. So it was a really cool experience coming coming together with guys that play for different clubs and different high schools, and just just being in in that that competitive environment with high quality training, high quality games, and and going overseas and playing in Italy. I that's my first time um, playing in Europe, and just seeing how how the the Italians how Italians play was was very very cool. Um, it was a great experience playing against um, two youth academies there. Um, they were they were very good, and we and we um, fought hard and, and had close matches with them. So and just seeing the culture over there was was really neat. We got to do some sightseeing in in Venice, and um, we we played uh, in in Parma, and we played against their U nineteen youth academy. So that that was fun, um, and and just just being with the guys. Um, in in the hotel, just having a good time, just just meet, meeting new people. It was a great experience overall. Now, as you prepared to enter your second season as a, a college student athlete with the Warhawks, which area of your game are you working to improve the most? So, a biggest part of my game I'm working right now on is just my my strength. I'm trying to put on a little bit of a little bit of muscle, a little bit of size, um, and just just improve that part of my game because it's really important, especially at the collegiate level. It's a very physical game. You're playing with guys that are two, three years older than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's important, having the extra strength to be able to protect the ball, go, in, go into tackles, and uh, I think also just decrease your risk of injury as well. Um, so that's, that's a big part of my game. And luckily, like, out of this – time and with COVID and quarantine, I've been able to focus on that extra and that's just I'm um, part of my part of my game that I'm working working the most on. Now I noticed you shared an Instagram photo with the captions that read, play the way you want to be remembered. What does that mean to you? I think just, you know, the the way you present yourself on the field, the the way you you play, you know, your your body language. You know people people are always always watching you. They're watching every every move, every move you make, the way you um, handle yourself on the field, and I think um, j- just being myself out there, just playing freely, playing my game, you know, um, take, taking on defenders, take, taking shots, you know, help my team in every way possible. I think uh, that that's the way I want to be remembered. Well, you've been chatting with Alec Palangin on this week's student athlete interview, presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Alec, thank you so much for coming through the sweet spot, man. Thanks for having me, Corey. I really enjoyed it. Alec Palandin, former Northview Cougar and current member of the Auburn University Montgomery Warhawks men's soccer team. 
Alec has always been very mannerable, very respectful, uh, very humble guy. And Alec, keep being who you are. You know, we're proud of you, man, and just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Corey. All the best. Stay tuned for more of this episode on The Sweet Spot. You're listening to the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny, Pool, Patio, and Spa. It's time for today's Triple C segment, Corey's Closing Comments, and this is what I want to share with you today. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. That's from Ephesians 4.29 in the New Living Translation. Uh, You know, we should always say things that are going to be uplifting to people, so if the things we say are making fun of people or being rude or, you know, gossip. Like, that's not being an encouragement. That's not being a builder for people that we we need encouragement. We need uplifting at all times. You never know what a person may be going through. So, uh, you know, they always said that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. So always remember, if anything comes out of your mouth, it should be uplifting. It should be encouraging. It should build a person's spirit in their mood. So as I close, always remember, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. Stay in the sweet spot on the Joy FM Sports Facebook page. This has been a presentation of the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.